loving those sounds out there. I don't know if all towns have this, but do you remember the fire alarm in Warsville? Oh God! Why was? It, <laughs> yeah. Why? I mean, I guess it was because it was a volunteer it, it was system, calling, and yeah, you had to that hear was before, it. That was probably before. Yeah, pagers, listen to that though. Cell phones. Listen to this. He's really, they're really going at it. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy now he's reading it again reading it for you maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jedi Diaries, the Jedi Diaries, that's the name of this podcast, and now the song is through. The fire department had to come to my house once uh, in <laughs> Wait, high let's, school. Hold on, let's talk more about that sound, because people who didn't grow up in small town America might not know what that is. So, fire department right in the middle of town, classic small town fire department building, red and white. A volunteer fire department? Volunteer fire brigade. When there was a fire, the loudest, <laughs> scariest honk yeah. would sort of reverberate through the town until all the firemen got there. It seemed to last for so long. Our dog, Spook, you know, it, oh, would, sure. it would drive her Freak her um, out. Yeah, to tears, to dog tears. Mm-hmm. Can dogs not cry? Dogs can't sweat. Oh, they can. They whimper, but they don't cry. Yeah. They don't shed tears. They I, don't think, sh- I mean, their eyes can get pretty watery depending on the dog. Do any animals shed tears? Sure. I've seen animals cry. I bet gorillas cry. Coco the gorilla uh, cried when his, his cat died. Yeah. Oh, that was very yeah, sad. That was sad. When was that? The 70s. Oh. Yeah, so our dog would get very terrified whenever this thing went off. You know, dogs are scared, famously, of fireworks, generally. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this was a very, it was like, huge sound. We lived, like, a couple, equivalent of a few blocks from the fire. You yeah. Know, it, was, it was very, it was one of the loudest places you could be. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. I never thought about Matt. Matt lived a, less yeah. than a block. Yeah. Half a block away. Yeah. That must have been. Spitting distance. Yeah. From the source. What were you, I feel like I stopped you telling a story a minute ago. The fire department had to come to my house when I was mm. at 16. What did you do? Because I had handcuffs that I got at the Champlain Valley Fair. <laughs> they had to come to free you from and I, Yeah. I, I put them on my wrists, but I didn't have the key, so I had no exit strategy. <laughs> and I really was panicking. Cause Hold I would, on. Why did you... Did you lose the key, or did they sell you handcuffs without a key? I don't remember. Were they real handcuffs? They shouldn't have been. They weren't like the heavy-duty kinds that cops use, but they were more... They were, they were real enough. They were real enough that I couldn't get out of them. I tried. I really tried. And every time... You, were I, your hands cuffed in front of you or behind you? They were cuffed in front of me. Okay. At least, but every, at least so you had that. I could, Yeah. But every time I tried to wriggle free, they just got tighter, and I... God, terrifying. I remember uh, my right hand was... A spe- like, I was worried that I was losing circulation... And I like to draw. And I remember thinking, like, this I'm going to lose my hand and I won't be able to draw again. Oh, no. yeah. imagine. We first called the police and a cop came to our house. <laughs> and he just came in. Like, don't you just have a skeleton key for every pair of handcuffs? <laughs> yeah. and it, it should was... be the same key. Is it not the same key? I don't know. I don't I think mean... each pair of handcuffs needs to have its own individual key. That would be stupid. So we called the police department. I called the police department. <laughs> and the cop came to the house. Wait, were your parents there? My mom was. My dad was away on business. Thank God. But I remember my mom saying, you know, it's a good thing your dad's not here. Because he would have been. I mean, this was like the kind of ina- would... inane thing that I would get up to. And I think... What would Gary have done if he was there? I've just been frustrated. Bel- belittle you. Yeah. <laughs> the cop came and like, it was pretty clear 
right away that there was nothing he could do about it. <laughs> Why? He could have at least... Uh, okay. But then he was just... Fine. He didn't appreciate the severity of the situation in my eyes. In my 16-year-old right. sure. eyes. He sat down. My mom offered him a coffee. And they were just kind of talking. And I was like, this is... I'm losing... Shaking, feeling in my hand shaking your, your <laughs> yeah. jingly wrists so what was then a fire engine on the way so then actually i said the fire department came to our house i think we called we knew the chief the then chief of the morseville fire department a family friend came to undo your a handcuffs. family friend came and uh <laughs> he had to use the bolt cutters and uh i remember him saying it's a good thing these are yeah, cheap handcuffs because like we couldn't do this if they were the real thing it was terrifying. Well, but then what? Uh, sorry, I guess you're just going to have to wear these handcuffs for the rest of your <laughs> life. Know. If the fire department and the police department of your town yeah. can't get the handcuffs off you. What's the next step? I guess the FBI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I'm sorry you went through that. That does sound like a stressful situation to you that was not perceived as stressful by anyone else but you. Yeah. Probably you losing your hand was an unrealistic I think fear. so. I don't know if that's the short-sightedness of being 16 or like, I didn't put them on thinking I had the key. And then it was like, oh, I don't have the key. You know, like yeah. I, I knew I didn't have the key and I put them on. And then, and then it was like, well, what now? What's the plan now? Yeah. Why did you do that? I don't know. Oh. It's indefensible. I had a pair of fake handcuffs that were plastic. Yeah. I think. And yeah. like it came with a key, but if you had misplaced a key, there was a little nub in. Like safety. Yeah. This didn't have those. I know. They shouldn't be selling those at the fair. I know. It's ridiculous. All these years later. I want everyone to know that I cracked a case mm -hmm. from last week all on my own. Tori didn't help. <laughs> no, I didn't. So last week, little Jed wrote that he'd watched a movie or he saw something called M-O-A-I-M. -M. Yeah. I thought it said M-O-A-1-M, but that's just a, a trick of the pen because it absolutely was M-O-A-I-M. Yeah. So I went to the Wikipedia entry for every movie ever made. And navigated to the page that had movies that began with M because of the M in M-O-A-I-M. And using my not insignificant detective skills, mm. using deduction, uh -huh. searched for on that page of a uh, because oh. I decided that the O-A was most likely, well, this is something, you know, code breakers do. Yeah. Was most likely right. of uh. Like That's like what make... Alan Turing did. Yeah. So I pulled the Turing. Yeah. And so I ended up in the part of the list where there were all these movies. There were like four or five movies in a row that were memoirs of uh. Mm. Right among, nestled among those was Memoirs of an Invisible Man. God. What... Starring Chevy Chase. Oh, man. Directed by John Carpenter. Oh, so Somehow was, he kept his name off of it. So but. it wasn't John Carpenter's memoirs. It, it is not. It is not. I mean, it was, but it's not billed as that. Yeah. This is a movie about a hapless man who ends up turning invisible along with the whole building. And it's about him trying to escape from the government agents and falling in love. And I remember <laughs> it. I saw it when I saw it on the Wikipedia page. I was like, yes, you, I remember you, you that was it. watching this film. Yeah. I feel like maybe there's nudity in it, oh. which is, I think, maybe why that little smiley face okay. I wrote. But okay. <laughs> um, maybe not. Maybe it was just. Who is the who's his co-star in that who's the is it daryl hannah is that right it's daryl hannah i remember wanting to see that movie very much also in this movie sam neill michael mckean steven tobolowski i don't know who that is oh he's uh ned ryerson from groundhog day oh <gasps> no needle nose ned no ned the head that's a, a great supporting cast yeah not a great movie no but little jed watched it Last week, I felt very frustrated by this code that I couldn't crack. Mm -hmm. And now I feel invigorated. Yeah. 
I feel invigorated in that I can crack any code this kid throws at me. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to get me this week. No. Okay? Bring it on, kid. <laughs> These cryptic entries won't stump me. Yeah. Now I've got your number. 12-year-old Jed didn't presuppose Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I suppose without Wikipedia, I would have been kind of screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what could he have? What was the internet like in... 1993 it was barely it was nascent yeah and that's uh, being kind did we have aol in i don't grade? think so wow not even then. no i don't think so yeah tori what do you say we take a look at what kind of sort of riddles little jet has left for us this week from 1993 okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm the detective i'm the assistant you're watson yeah so i should you're be. watson to my sherlock i should be narrating if i'm that's true say i'm, I'm tori pocket I'm Tori Paquette. Say, so say it again. Say we're 14 weeks in. I mean, you can say it. However, the Jedi Diaries. I'm Tori Paquette. However, I damn well please. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, do what you want. This is the Jedi Diaries. I'm I'm Tori Paquette. I'll do that again. Yes. <laughs> this is the Jedi Diaries. I'm Tori Paquette. And I'm Jedediah Baker. And week 14. Wow. Yeah. 14 weeks. Why don't we dive right in? Okay. April 3rd. George is here. And Pete and Moya and Elena. I won nothing in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I won nothing. Oh, God. Surprising no one. <laughs> of all the things I choose to write, like, that's... Of course. I know. Leave that out. That sucks. I went to forget-me-not. I got a whip. And a fake chick. A fake, like... Like, I remember like a, this. Yeah, I got just the baby chick. Okay. It's, it's April. So, Forget Me Not. Forget yeah. Me Not was a consignment shop in Johnson. Yeah. A couple ish. towns over yeah. from us. I bought a whip. I remember the whip, and I remember the fake chick. It was yeah. just a black sort of... It's interesting. You... I mean, I guess the handcuffs were years later, right? They right. Were, okay. Yeah. Later. What are we doing buying whips and handcuffs? Whips and, whips and handcuffs. Yeah. I remember that whip. I remember getting whipped black, with that whip. A black yeah. leather whip. Yeah. By, by me? By Josie. Oh. He was flicking the whip, and I probably got too close. Mm. I don't think he meant to hit me. Uh-huh. I mean, it caught like the oh, web of, between my Christ. thumb and my pointer finger. Uh. And it was the most painful. That's a tender part of the body. It is a tender part. But it probably was like maybe an inch. It wasn't much, yeah. but it was excruciating. Yeah. I mean, that's what a whip is designed to do. Yeah, like it was, that piece, it, the, the tip of the whip is going through the air, I don't know, dozens, if not 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I have a very visceral memory of... I, I can feel how, how that felt. I'm sorry. Are you sure it was the whip I bought? I'm you not. Have, I, I mean, mean, it's possible it's we had possible. multiple whips in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't let children buy whips. No. I think it was more of a decorative whip, but mm-hmm. that didn't mean that it didn't work as a proper whip. Yeah. I think it eventually kind of whipped itself into just oblivion. So you to know? speak. It was not built to last. Yeah. It says I... I got a whip, so it's possible I didn't spend my own money on it. But, like, I went to a consignment shop, and my choices of things to buy (laughs) were a whip and a fake baby chick. (laughs) Like, what's that? If we're trying to paint a picture of me from just this entry, (laughs) what does that tell you? But who's selling whips? I mean, outside of, like, an S&M shop, Uh, like, what... Why? Why is a secondhand store selling... I mean, I guess because they inherited a whip. No, I mean, yeah, I don't... don't... (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't believe it was a secondhand whip. It was just cheap. Okay. Like they sold new stuff too, right? Uh, Didn't okay. they? Maybe. A secondhand baby, fake baby chick? What am I doing? <laughs> what kind of shop is this? Yeah. That is, I mean, what is that? That the duality of man, I guess. What? Chicks well, and whips? Chi- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one is, I mean, technically it was a fake whip, but it did the job of a real whip. Yeah. But life and death. Yeah. I mean, a baby chick is something that's sweet that you have to care for. That's true. A whip is a weapon. Right. That is used to only cause pain it or is the, fear. It is the duality. Like you said, it's the tender and the sadistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can think of it this way. Like, if I'm, is little Jed fascinated by the idea of the whip Mm -hmm. but also just drawn to this fake baby chick like which is the true me is it the one who buys a whip or is it the one who buys a toy chicken well i have to think that indiana jones probably figured heavily in your your interest in that's likely true that's that's almost certainly you know (laughs) where it came from (laughs) yeah at that point i was 12 yeah what indiana i guess they were all out at that point uh well the first three yeah 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 that they were all out. Okay, the canon. In my head, I can see both of those things pretty clearly. Yeah. Because I held on to them for, I think one of them might even be in a box somewhere. Which but one? like, I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, Probably the whip. Yeah. Did the baby chick do anything? Was it like nope, a wind-up no, sort no, of? It, no, it was not. It was like um, pipe cleaners and like fuzz, you know. It was oh. A, it was a yeah. simulacrum of a, of a baby chick. Mm-hmm. There were a couple like secondhand shops in the area. And I remember Forget-Me-Not was the one... I perceived it as the one with higher standards. Like you can just go and sell your cheap tap yeah. and yeah, they yeah, would take, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, had, yeah. they kind of vetted. And there it. was definitely new stuff there too. Yeah, it wasn't, okay. just, it wasn't uh, yeah. just old stuff or maybe like very slightly used stuff. It was a gently used baby chick. <laughs> gently used whip. Gently used whip. God. George is here. Pete, Moy and Elena, as we spoke about last week, my mm-hmm. uncle and his family mm-hmm. up because they thought this was the end for, for grandma. April 4th. Peter is not being cooperative. (laughs) Today was the last ski school day. Hooray! (laughs) George and Moya and their kids are leaving tomorrow. Frowny face. Mom made a guava paste cake. I feel like I remember that cake. Do you? I don't know. I didn't even know know they sold guava in Morrisville in 1993. (laughs) Maybe they brought it. Maybe the family brought it on their way in Yeah, from Connecticut. They, 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 yeah, they brought it up. <laughs> Super pumped that I don't have to go to skiing anymore. That's it. That's yeah, it for the skiing it. this year. Yeah. The last ski school day. The fact that everybody's leaving tomorrow means at this point we must know grandma's that okay. She's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a couple of days sort of scare. Mm-hmm. Time for the family to get up, her to be okay, and, mm-hmm. and them to go back. Yeah. So that's good. That is good. <sighs> April 5th. I am tired. I had Taekwondo today. I tested for my yellow belt. Hooray! (laughs) I am learning Dan Gun. It is an easy form, I think. Pretty much. Dan Gun is a form. So forms in Taekwondo were these kind of just movements. It was these memorized movements that you would do to prove you knew the moves in mm-hmm. taekwondo mm-hmm. and uh, famously i don't remember dan gun today but i do remember keybon one, one which you also i remember. know yeah i'm gonna do keybon one right now all right <laughs> 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 
It's a defensive move, right? Yeah, except well, the last two moves. Oh, which are offensive. Are punches. So keep on one is one of the first things you learn as a white belt. Okay. It was two two low blocks, two medium blocks, two high blocks, and then two punches. Okay. So that is basically the easiest that forms get. Yeah. It is eight moves, four sets. Right. Each set is just doing it on the right and then doing it on the left. Mm. <laughs> it's low, middle, high punching. Yeah, someone would have to be attacking you in a very specific. <laughs> well, but yeah, it's less about you never meant to like break that out in a fight in that, <laughs> right. in that form. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is just. It's like a horse show, you know. It's yeah. like here's what I'm capable of. Right. Here's the things. They are out of context, but I know how to do them. And yeah. You know, you're judged on it. So I'm assuming my testing for Yellow Belt was a combination of doing some forms. Yeah. I think reciting some knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that was probably it, okay. really. I don't know that there was like a fighting component. I'm yeah. still waiting to find out if I got the Yellow Belt or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> April 6th. Today is Tuesday. I had babysitter class. <laughs> I got a Mr. Potato Head for my babysitting bag. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Bodhi is making very weird noises. Yeah. Smiley face. <laughs> so in the last two weeks, I've taken on like appending smiley and frowny faces to my yeah. things, sort of, which in 1993, right. that wasn't emoji weren't no, a thing yet. Absolutely. Yeah. I am a precursor yeah. to internet speak again in another way. That's here. true. Yeah. Um, kind of indicating how I feel about a thing with a little, little simple face yeah what was the mr potato head thing? so i remember this mr potato head very clearly it was a soft mr potato head it wasn't like the classic plastic okay. one it was soft and squishy all of his parts were squishy oh, okay i think he had a bag instead of a you couldn't put them in, in his body because because mm -hmm. he was squishy so part of the babysitting class was you had to put together a sort of a bag that you would bring whenever you went on a babysitting job yeah to ensure that you'd be prepared mm -hmm. when you were taking care of this baby. Mm -hmm. So part of the, I mean, I'm sure that there were like diapers, band-aids in there, but there were also some toys yeah. in there, maybe books. And I got this soft Mr. Potato Head to bring with me when I would eventually babysit some babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we've had uh, a few calls from some listeners right. about their experiences with babysitting classes. Yeah. So let's, let's take a listen to those. Hi, Jen and Tori. Um, this is Ainsley calling. Um, I love the podcast. It's so much fun, and I look forward to it every week. Um, anyway, the main thing I wanted to talk about was you were talking about um, little Jed doing a babysitting course. I don't have memories of doing it with you, obviously, but um, I do have memories of doing a babysitting course. Um, and I think for the most part, we just talked about safety. Um, we did basic first aid, and I remember learning the Heimlich maneuver. Um, and I also have, like, a vague memory of talking about, you know, putting together a bag or a kit that you would take on your babysitting job of things you might need or, you know, toys for the kids to play with. But I also could be confusing that with the Babysitter's Club books, so I'm not sure if that's actually a thing that we did in the course. So, anyway, love the podcast. Thanks so much, guys, and um, I hope you have a great day. Bye. Hi, Jed and Tori. It's Liza. I'm calling to shed a little bit of light on uh, the babysitting class. From what I recall, which is not very much, we learned how to properly change a diaper. They also really stressed the proper way to answer the phone or answer the door when you were babysitting. So if somebody called and asked for 
uh, Judy Smith, and Judy Smith wasn't home, instead of saying, she's not here, can I take a message? You were supposed to say, she can't come to the phone right now, could I take a message? And if somebody came to the door, which, as we know, happened all the time in Morseville, um, you were, again, not supposed to disclose that they weren't there, but say, like, oh, they're in the shower or something like that. I hope this is helpful. Um, really enjoying the podcast. Uh, take care, you guys. Bye. Thank you, Ainsley and Liza. Yeah. So, yeah, so that sort of backs up my conception of what babysitting, of what babysitting class, class was, was, I think. I mean, it, that all sounds right to me. What I liked about Liza's call was the emphasis they placed on not letting, I P- mean... P- potential strangers. Know that your parents are not home, <laughs> not in the house. Yeah, it's, a good, it's like a good thing for your toolbox to like yeah. come, up, come up with excuses. Hello? Can I speak to your father, please? Or your mother? Yeah. No. What? They're, um... Go on. Are listening they... to music. But they are here, right? Yeah, no, I mean... oh, absolutely. Okay. They're right. here. Because I don't uh, hear... You, set of you, I don't hear here. any music, but... Very good. They're headphones. Okay, I'm yeah. With headphones. Because I, uh... <laughs> Just need to kill your kids. <laughs> are you home alone? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Oh, hello, little tyke. Hi. Uh, is Mr. Fitzgibbons at home? Oh, he's he's here. Oh, okay. I would um, love, can you can you get him for me, well, please? Well, he's, he's busy at the moment, so he can't oh, come to the door. What's he doing? So he has a report to do tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, that work. sounds very important, but I, yeah. I'll literally only so be why a minute. We, why don't you just let me in? No, I, no I, he's actually making dinner right now. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Well, which one is this, honey? Don't why can't no. he come to the door right he's now? He's busy, son? all right? <laughs> Uh, it does seem like that's a tall order, I think, to yeah. ask a child to, stave to off lie, a, a potential. to come up with a with with a believable yeah. and you know continuous uh-huh. sort of falsehood that is convincing enough yeah. that this person is going to be like, okay, someone's at home, but I'm going to leave. <laughs> Here's what I would do. Hello, son. Can Hello? I speak to your mother or father? I would love to get them for you, okay. but they're taking a bath. Uh, together? Or? Yes. Big, okay. Big bathtub. Can you just tell them that this is a very pressing sort yeah. of matter? Sure. I, and then I close the door and I would just leave and I would never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they insist that they need to see you? Well, partner? I think it was more of a... They wouldn't insist. It was more like you never were supposed to let on if it was possible. It was yeah. more like if someone was calling or coming by, like... You were not supposed to just say, I'm here alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was training you to, to not do that and just sort of, you know, engage in subterfuge if you had to. Yeah. Or engage in, you know, lie about it if you had to. April 7th. I'm at my mom's. I finished typing A D I T L O A C A. You little shit. <laughs> And then there's um, a smiley face with two question marks inside some parentheses. Mm. So I'm, I'm, let's, he's, he's taunting me. Yeah. And then it says, heh heh. It's taking a turn. I don't like this. Yeah. I drew a Frank and Ace picture, Tori's creation. <laughs> I appreciate the acknowledgement. I am tired. I had Taekwondo. J I A J. I mean, that last one is very obvious to me. What is it? Josie is a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I'm just trying to save space. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Josie. Uh, A-D-I-T, 
L-O-A-C-A. Yeah. I have an idea. Uh, do you? Well, a day in the life of, oh. I think, is the first part of that. Does this ring any bells to you? I finished typing a day in the life of A-C-A. So was that a story that you had, you were writing? I don't know. Okay. Did you guess a day in the life of because you re- you remember that? Or no, that, that's I just, just think that's, that, that's that, what it looks like. That sounds... That sounds right. That sounds right to yeah. me. What else could it be? I guess I it's sort of similarly to like of uh, OA. Yeah. I sort of like, I think that if, if I see A-D-I-T-L-O-L-O. You're code breaking. A day in the life of... This is just me doing my thing. Yeah. But A-C-A is not... I mean, probably a a day in the life of a um cowboy anchorman yeah probably. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that i followed it up with a smiley face with two question marks meant it was meant to be confusing yeah. even then yeah you know or like hey, hey, that like, yeah like those those are those are those are clues yeah <laughs> as to what this might have been yeah i think for the for the first time i feel angry <laughs> So I got there last week. Yeah, now you're there, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm there. You're mad at little Jay. I am. And welcome to the club. <laughs> Listeners, if you have any idea what A-D-I-T-L-O-A-C-A might stand for, please give us a call at the tip line, 1-802-851-9578. Mm-hmm. April 8th. I'm tired. <laughs> Today is Thursday. Yeah. No school tomorrow. Hooray! Yeah. Tori is coming over tomorrow. Ooh. Hooray! I did the bookworm play for the adults. Finally. Oh. O D I C D B. Uh, I have had it up to here. Yeah, I'm so with this that. cryptic clue nonsense. Yeah. Um, Tori, Tori, you're coming, coming over, tomorrow. over tomorrow. I'm saying hooray a lot this week. Yeah. There's a lot to be excited about. That's good. I'm in a good mood this week. Mm-hmm. I've said it four times. Yeah. I did the bookworm play for the adults. Yeah. So it must, you must have done it for the school. For the kids. And, and then separately for the adults. The adults? I, can't, I cannot believe that. I mean, maybe I never saw it, but I can't believe neither one of us remembers the bookworm play. <laughs> if anybody out there remembers the bookworm play, Mrs. Waring, you probably remember the bookworm play. Mm-hmm. Send us a message. Let us know. I would love to maybe 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 if we had some details like I, one or other, you know, where yeah. our memories could be jogged. Who was the bookworm? What was the bookworm? <laughs> and what was he getting up to? <laughs> or she? April 9th. Tori is here. Yeah. Yippee. <laughs> we drew a picture of AJ and Skimpy and Kyle. It was fun. <laughs> Today is Friday. Wow. <laughs> I saw Groundhog Day. It is a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Finally, Little Jed gets something right. Now, Groundhog I, Day is a funny movie. It is a funny movie. I remember this day as well as I remember any day in my life. No. Yeah. I what? Do. I do. Um, Please. Yeah, but there's one there there it's one of the there there is something that stands out to the me. The fact that you remember this day so clearly, but the the day before well, you weren't there. I did it for the adults. You right. were probably I not allowed in the room. I wasn't an adult. I was yeah, I was kept out. <laughs> that was the first time I had a calzone from House of Pizza. <laughs> oh my god. We, we ordered House of Pizza before a the movie. Life changing and I loved it. 
<laughs> to this day. While we were eating our oh, calzones. God, I want a calzone right now. I know, me too. While we were eating our calzones, your dad was reading to us from uh, <laughs> Scary Stories, the Al- Alvin Schwartz. Oh, God, uh, why? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah, to Tell in the Dark. Um, Bad idea. I, re- I remember the story he was reading, which was about a, like a ghost ship. Um, we, uh, me, you, me, you, and Josie, we ate dinner, and then we walked across the the railroad the bridge, bridge to the Bijou, and See we Groundhog and Day. we saw Groundhog Day by ourselves. Yeah, the three of us, and we loved it. I love Groundhog Day. We loved it then. We it's one it of now. my favorite movies. Yeah. This is a perfect illustration of the, the theater, the, the movie theater the in our lag. hometown, because yeah. Groundhog Day came out on like February 12th or <laughs> right. something. So it's it's nearly two months later. <laughs> we're, going to see, we're going to see Groundhog Day at the it movies. Probably had just opened that night. <laughs> Once again, as always, mm. thank you everybody so much for tuning in. It means the world to us. Yeah, it does. Um, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. um you know whether you're holding a whip or a a baby chick yeah you know this podcast is for you Mm -hmm. um the duality of man the light and the dark folks thanks for turning in uh to this week 14 of the jedi diaries Mm -hmm. i've been your host jedediah baker i've been your co-host tori puckett please put your little hand in mine together there's no mountain that you and me and Tori can't, can't climb. Can't climb. Jeddah Diaries. Jeddah Diaries. That's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through. <laughs>